When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's chat to our next guest. He's just joined the show. The international rugby season is underway, and it was a familiar result at Eden Park with the All Blacks blowing their opponents away to start the year, soaking in the Irish pressure, then showing ruthless intent on the counter, and when opportunities presented, equal... Equal to 40-point performance from the ABs. Ireland's rudderless once Johnny Sexton left the field for an HIA. Issa Nathiwa is a Leinster legend and would have been very interested in Saturday night's first test. And he's online now. Morning, Issa. Morning, bro. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us, mate. Um, what were your takeaways from, from that performance uh, on Saturday night, mate? The Irish were right in it, but then just gave away little lapses and moments, gave the All Blacks some opportunities. Oh, yeah, look, um, you know, if I think back, whenever the Irish do uh, well against the All Blacks, uh, Johnny Sexton's on the field for 80 minutes or the mostly most most of the game, you know, mm. and um, his influence on their game plan, the way they play and how players uh, sort of react on the field um, just can't go unnoticed. So, yeah, look, awesome, awesome 15 or 18 minutes maybe, and then sort of that lapse in concentration and the All Blacks counter, and and it's all over. And you know the game is out of reach within sort of 20 minutes. Um, so yeah, his his influence um, is is definitely noticeable. Um, and the team really functions when he's out there on the field. But I think they'll take some, you know, a few positives away. Mm. Um, but I'd say their bodies are damn sore, to be honest, <laughs> and they probably are still sore because they did a lot of, they played a lot of rugby. Yeah, they'll be they'll be knackered. Even even hearing the All Blacks uh, players post match, they were just saying, mate, that was physical, having a tackle hard, and and but let's talk about the Irish. Um, Game plan, mate. Like I said about about it earlier in the show, I said when Johnny Sexton went off, mate, they had that was going to be a tough ask because he is their leader, he is their general, and the style yep. of play that they play. Talk about their style. They got so many variations on attack. You know, you got all players in motion. You got players on the inside. You got players running overs ball. Player out the back. So, do you reckon they still stick with that because they do live life on the edge? And when they made mistakes, the All Blacks punished them. Yeah, I think they have to because I think you know. How do you beat the All Blacks? You've got to be on your game 100 and then maybe even 110% and you're not allowed to make a mistake. Um, mm. But you have to fire punches. You can't just sit back and um, and hope to get through a game. So those sort of short um, interlinking passes in the sort of first 15 minutes and sort of getting over the game line, I think 
yes, that's the only way that I think they know that they will beat the All Blacks. They can't sit back and hope, um, you know, is there another option? You know, I think they've just got to play that type of game plan um, just to give them hope, really. Or oh, not to give them hope, give them some some chance of actually going on the, on the offensive rather than sitting back because that's not going to do anything. So I think they'll look at the game plan, but, you know, when they're throwing all those eggs in one basket, you know, the awesome vision mm. from, from Bodie to get the ball in behind or the turnover to Sebru, um, yeah, that kills you. So they have to be accurate and some. Um, and I think, you know, they did, they'll did. they take some positives away from the physicality they had in the sort of five metres um, out. You know, they really took it to them and got held up, what, three times and sort of uh, bombed a couple of tries. So, yeah, they've just got to get the bodies right, I think, because I think a lot of them will still be sore this morning. Hey, Issa, we spoke to Ronan O'Gara last week, and he said the depth of the Irish team is where they struggle if they pick up injuries. Uh, we've got an HIA that we've got to get through with uh, Johnny Sexton. Do you see the Irish making any changes after the game against the Māori and, of course, the first test that, that either strengthens their side or, or needs to be made? Oh, yeah, well... You know, I talked to um, Andy Farrell and I talked to Faz before the game and he was sort of laughing, saying they're sort of, you know, bringing in Michael Bent from around the country and pulling in whoever's uh, possible just with COVID and getting players over. It's not as simple as just like flying them out as, mm. as the good old days. So I think they have to be really smart and critical around, um, you know, the next the next test match. Um, I think they might be regretting playing the Maldives twice. Um, that <laughs> adds to the worries because if you're struggling to get a front row, and then, uh, you know, you're sort of patching the team together. You don't want to be in that mindset going into a test match. Mate, what about Targ Furlong, mate? Like, it's not often you see an Irish scrum going backwards, and particularly I was a bit worried coming into this game with, with our, you know, forward pack in the front row, particularly at scrum time, just uh, from what we've been seeing through the Super Rugby, I thought they'd be put under a lot of pressure, but they actually adapted really well. And on the weekend, you got George Bauer, a young man, off a Toanga Fussy. It's not often you see Tar going back. Nah, and, oh, mate, I was so impressed with George Bauer. Um, mm. uh, you know, finally, you know, and the beauty about sort of commentating, he had a good view of the game and the amount of work he did, um, sometimes going unrecognised, was absolutely phenomenal. I thought he was key, especially around their plan around mall time. They handled the mall really, really well. And then the fact that they got on the upper and then started targeting the scrum in the, in the second half was pretty impressive from what, all the hard yards he did in, I guess, 50 minutes a game. So he was absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, it's there's the old adage, you know, the All Blacks win, you know, if they've ever lost a match, it's always at the back end of November, the back end of their season, you know, not making excuses, but it's the back end of sort of the 11-month season for the, for the Irish coming down here. So, you know, Tyke's had a lot of rugby. Um, I'm not making excuses on his behalf because I thought George Bauer was outstanding. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, the, the others have to step up around him. You know, if the, if the others are stepping up around Tyke, um, I think it sort of takes a little bit of that focus off him and he can play his game better. But, um, yeah, they're, they're struggling for a few front rowers. So if you know anyone with boots with Irish heritage, um, give, give the one, Irish a, one across from me, he's got a big <laughs> shoulders on him, old Tony Kemp, I was mate. actually going to run out for the Irish too, uh, Issa, for, the in, the rugby, Tony, in the Rugby off. League World Cup. But they, they, yeah, do they need a winger? You get off, uh, you get off Ponsonby Road and get those boots <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out, cut it out. Hey, you made a couple of couple of um, uh, deputants in in Leicester, especially out there on the wing and uh, Tapai. What do you what did you make of their game? Oh, no, 
I thought Quinn, uh, Tupaya and Rico were mm. outstanding in the midfield. I think they they played the out-the-back options when they knew to. Um, the width from Aaron Smith in his pass was outstanding. And then, you know, the fact that someone like... Um, these debuts, if, and I, I don't have this sort of inner knowledge, but the fact that you can debut and just play your game and everyone else steps up around you, you know, that's when you shine as an all-black. Um, and, you know, I get in the cheat seats looking back, um, you know, all of them, even when Peter Gus came on, like the fact that these guys took their opportunity, um, did the basics really, really well, defended when they needed to, and then played the good options and played a, had a sort of all-rounded team performance. What an awesome awesome night for a lot of those young guys. Were you surprised with the, the width that the All Blacks played, um, particularly on phase play? I notice traditionally they always hit the middleman and they play the pod system, but yeah. this this week they were going straight across the face of about two or three players yeah. and they were hitting that seam outside those two uh, first like three defenders. Were you, were you surprised yeah. that they went to that or was, do you yeah. see that as an opportunity? Well, I, I think that's just really great coaching. Um, mm. I think it was, a, you know, the fact that they were taking, it took a lot of the line speed away that they dominated their contact and then sort of did skip three to four defenders. Um, it just makes that next phase uh, that little bit harder to get off the line and stretches um, stretches the defence sort of thin, you know, so that width of Aaron Smith to that sort of fourth defender was was outstanding, but they dominated their contact. Um uh, which was massive too, which made that sort of next phase um, uh, a little bit, a lot more front football really. Um, and, you know, maybe that's some really good coaching and a different way to sort of take the line speed away from the Irish, but it was done very well. Really accurate too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you, you said you talked to Fez um, pre-game. The, the shift of the pass from Aaron Smith to the to the third person in the pod just to get on the outside of the, what we call the C defender and, Rugby league, which yep. is three players wider than the ruck. What do you think he needs to do to change his defensive structure to stop that bending of that line, the mo- that momentum shift that the All Blacks got on? Because they just got to the outside of that C defender and they continually yeah. got on the front foot. What does he need to change? Oh, I think it's it's the it's the slightest bit of spacing between sort of you know that first, second, third, fourth defender. But I think. The alignment, you know, I think, uh, in Geordie Barrett's first tie, try, I saw Ty Burns sort of bite in on a defender that he didn't. Um, within that system, I think they've really got to get their spacing right, which mm. allows for line speed. And then if they can get that attacker, that all-black attacker, and sort of dominate that tackle, the next phase is a lot easier also. But I think those real fine adjustments, you know, it's not... It's, it's worked for them in the past. I think those fine adjustments around their spacing and then where they're aligning um, will have a big difference, and I think it'll be one of their big focuses this week. Yeah, beautiful. Issa, we love having you on the show, mate. Quickly, before we let you go, we, we asked the question of the day. Do you see the oh, Irish no. Do you see the Irish winning on the tour? Do you see them getting any job? Or, or where, where would you see them potentially getting the win? Maybe in the second game against the Marlies? Or what, what test is oh, it for look, you? I, Oh, you know, I think now that a week's gone by and that happened, I think this is their best option this yeah. coming week. Um, it really is. They've just, because, you know, they've just got to refocus, take all the positives and find a reaction. So I think this is, um, 
this is their best chance this week. Um, this test coming. You know, I'll worry about the other two and predict those two after this weekend. Yeah. All right, mate. Dunedin under the roof. It's going to be great watching. Hopefully, Johnny Sexton, if they're going to have a chance, he has to be available. He's got his HIA Tuesday, and we'll keep you up to date with how he's going. Issa, Nathiro, absolute champion, mate. Thank you so much for joining the show. No worries, guys. Have a good week. Awesome. 185 caps. He's great, mate. He's very detailed. He's a smart player. Very smart player. That was really, you know, what he was when he was talking there about that adjusting your spacing. Mm -hmm. Like one of the hardest things to coach in defensive structures is spacing. Mm. You know, being aware of the space that you're in, especially when players are moving in inside and outside of you, and keeping your spacing right because that's where a lot of people get called out because they run in behind their own person Mm. and they're leaving holes all over the place. So, mate, basically he just nailed it. He said, just shift your spacing out with those first three defenders and make your front-on tackle and stop them. They'll know that the Irish are going to make these changes. So it'll be interesting what what's the next part of the plan for Foster and the crew. Like, they'll have different plans. Tweaks. They want to show, yeah, little tweaks at the, you know, they'll probably hit, they that, come back they'll hit that third defender and then yeah. someone will come short for a tip ball and they'll go back out the back to to a, a back going around and try and get to that space where they, they get it. But the first thing is they've got to earn it, Louis. They've got to earn the, the right to go wide and, and they've got to get all the... You know, little little details in the game of rugby, right? And then they can get they'll get there. And that ascendancy started at the breakdown, and Scott mm. Barrett was huge. He might be a little bit lucky, but I think him, Brody, Sam, George Bauer, so good to hear the oh. shout out for George Bauer there. Uh, Harrison will be feeling good. Can we not skip the fact that George Bauer, the least experienced front row on the park, was so streets good. ahead of every other? Really well put, Harrison. Uh, appreciate your message. Good and crusader. A couple of um, texts here on Sam Kane. I'll read you one, and we'll save one. Sam Kane is a beast when on fire. The guy broke his neck literally two years ago for crying out loud. Be prepared to eat humble pie if you criticise him when he lifts the Webb Alice Trophy next year. GD. Bang. Don't mind it. Um, it's a good dog. Don't necessarily dog. agree, but appreciate the passion. And there's another one on the opposite side of the ledger here that we'll get to in a bit. But Paulie Mawadi's not far away from tab.co.nz, and I know they took some serious cash. Fill up. 21 minutes past eight. Here we are at the Chemist Warehouse Great savings every day That was Issa Nathiwa If you missed that Head to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast Review your podcast Make sure you catch up with Blake Ashford as well Heaps going on for a Monday morning Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck Um, Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner Trex composite decking is low maintenance And won't fade, splinter or warp Trex, the world's number one decking brand